This reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you think! You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head and... Uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the R-Tape Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the R-Tape Podcast, episode 70. I'm Brian. I am Spencer. It's October the 28th. Among other things, it's my parents' anniversary. That's hot. It also happened on this date in 1938. Good year. Well, Germany expelled about 17,000 Polish Jews. It happened. Sent them to Poland, which refused to take them in. Well, they were Polish Jews. And then uh, about a year later, they invaded Poland anyway. So there you go. That's cool. Way to go, yeah. Germany. Yeah. Uh, it's been a it's been an interesting week. Has it? Yeah, I mean, we killed Baghdaddy. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. Um, I should say that uh, you can't give this guy too much credit. People say he's the he's not the founder of ISIS. Okay? Right. Uh, Al-Zarqawi is. Right. Uh, and he was way more of a hard ass than Baghdaddy. But whatever. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, I mean, our great leader took care of it so don't worry about yeah. it he personally went in there with his ak-47 dog <laughs> the dog was injured by the way no i'm, I'm you heard about that i did hear about that they released a picture of him like i'm super glad that first of all no u.s troops died and i'm super glad that Baghdadi's dead like it's it's a good thing you know what i want to know huh i want to know what kind of helicopter they use <laughs> they use the freaking bin laden copter yeah, yeah. that's what they use yeah what do we call it Os- osama or the was it just a Bin Laden helicopter? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Bin Laden hawk down. I want to know what man. kind of bombs they use because for Zarqawi, they dropped two 500-pound guided bombs to kill this to kill Zarqawi. That seems a little excessive. <laughs> it totally was. Was he, was he made out of, out of titanium? He was or? in like a safe house or something, but nevertheless, they were not well, letting that one go. Well, everyone said that he blew himself up. No, no, that was Baghdadi. Just now. Right. But Zarqawi, who we killed oh. in 2006. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man. I wonder why they chose to do a uh, on-the-ground operation for this one versus just blow up the house. It's all about proof. In. Back in 2006, it, it was like no one knew who Zarqawi was publicly. You know what I mean? Of course, our intelligence knew, and I'm sure he was on the news. Yeah. But it was just like, we got to kill this guy. I don't even think ISIS had a name yet. Right. In no. fact, he was aligned. He was aligned with. Uh, Wait, Al-Qaeda. this is two thousand six. In two thousand six is when he was killed. That's so. This is still Bush. Yes. Oh. Um, I, so Zarqawi just started because ISIS didn't really form up till like two thousand nine or ten. I thought. Right. So he started what what became ISIL mm-hmm. and ISIS. I but, see. Uh, yeah, he was. Man, have I told you the stories about Zarqawi? Yes, I he, think so. He messed up, guy. Man, I've read a couple books about ISIS, and one of them was called. Uh, I think it was called Rise of Black Flags. I want to say I can't remember, but they detail his life and how it's a, it's always the same story, right? Right. This guy who's fairly normal goes to prison, and in prison he gets radicalized, 
and then he starts being more radical than the guy who taught him. Right. It's it's very that common. It's a, a very common That's thing. What happened to Hitler? Yeah. Um. And Malcolm X. I watched. Not an, that Malcolm X should be equated with these guys. I watched but. a new documentary on Amazon. Uh, crap. I don't remember what it's called, but it's like a ten-part episode or ten-part series about cults. Oh. You watched a ten-part documentary since I saw you last. Well, I, you know, what? I don't do a lot of work, time. and <laughs> <laughs> you just have it playing on your phone. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's. So I don't, you know, you don't see a lot. It's called Cults and Extreme Beliefs, hmm. and it's got uh, a bunch of different cults on there. It's not just about one. So it starts off with uh, the, uh, oh, I can't, this is not how you say it, NXIVM. Um, they called it something else, uh, but it's the one that it's a sex cult, and it's the <laughs> one that uh, the the girl from uh, Smallville. I just was oh yeah a yeah. part of yes where the guy was putting his initials on girls yes but made it, so I just googled NXIVM just just to see uh-huh. and it's a multi level marketing company now <laughs> I based think in that's, Albany I think that's what it was to be oh it, it is it's like a weird oh yeah Keith Rainier yeah it's the same dude yeah why does that come up in Google no this should come up I as cult yeah yeah he and was then, branding women with what he said was a logo but it's clearly his initials and Alice uh, Allison Max it was both their initials yeah. Allison Mack is really hot, so I'm kind of bummed out that she's, you know, psycho. That was on the Explained on Netflix. You know, a lot of people would have rather had Lana. They thought Lana Lang was more attractive, but I was always like, you know what? Allison Mack is I got to be honest. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. You've never seen Smallville? I didn't watch Smallville, no. I'm sorry. <sighs> anyway, Children of God is one, UNOI, World Peace Sanctuary, Jehovah's Witness. Hmm. Heaven's Gate? Uh... That might be – sounds familiar. That was the one where they killed themselves in the bunks. Oh, no. And covered I haven't themselves. actually watched them all, so I've only watched five of the nine. Uh, next, I have 12 Tribes, FLDS, mm-hmm. and The Survivors Speak, part one and two. But anyway, I, these cults, man, I just don't – it's crazy. It's fascinating. It's uh, how these people are just so – So charismatic. Well, not not the leaders. They're like uh, – well, I get that, but I don't understand. Do, do you, though? Well – because you're no, lo- you're looking I, at me like I would never fall for no, something. No, no, like no, that. no, no. I'm just say- well, yeah. I don't understand the people. But that people follow. do. I don't. It doesn't make any sense. It's crazy. But then I think, uh, well, never mind. Anyway, but these are normal people. Yeah, who fall. No, I know into the trap. I know it is. A lot of them are, and uh, I would kill for that. Type one of, of these. One of these is this uh, this Asian guy, and this is actually a pretty recent one, and um, he has a. It's a cult or a religion, he says. Yeah. But they have like ceremonies with AK or M16s and AR15s and stuff. What do they do with them? What they do you like, mean? They, they like bring them to weddings and they have blessings on them. And- oh, I saw that one. What's that? It's got to be unexplained. So there's that. Oh, yeah, it might be. They talk about cults and I think they talked about that one yeah, a little bit. There's a whole episode about it. It's quite. It was. Uh, yeah, they have blessings on the guns. Kim Jong Il or something. It was crazy. Yeah, man. <laughs> How these, uh, I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, moving on from Colts to uh, baseball. I've been watching the World Series. This is why I said it's been a crazy week. We got yeah. back Daddy. The yeah. World Series took a weird turn. Well, I was kind of hoping that it would because I'd rather see the Astros win. Right, you're a Texan. And, um, 
it uh, I was really bummed out. I couldn't believe they lost the two first games. That looked like a sweep coming. Um, yeah, well, the Nationals had just done that to the Cardinals, which is crazy. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you see the? Did you see the me or the meme that I sent him on Facebook? No, because uh, he's a big Cardinals fan. I yeah. sent uh, it's a. I made it. It's a. It's like a a barrel of brooms. <laughs> and it has a cardinal sitting on top. You made it. Yeah, you get to make it. And then and then it has Steve Ir- Irwin with a little you know speak speech <laughs> bubble, and it says, yeah. "Here we have the uh, the St. Louis, the wild St. Louis cardinal in its natural habitat." <laughs> <laughs> now you got to make it into a shirt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, um, so a couple of things. Um, the the Astros have come back. They won three games in a row, and they're going back to Houston tomorrow. Yeah. But last night's game was uh, specifically uh, interesting with all the things that happened yeah. in it. Uh, one is we saw some boobs. Yep. Uh, I missed it completely, which always happens to me. Yeah. When I was growing up, my friends would always be, dude, did you see her boobs? And I was like, no, I missed it. It happened to me every <laughs> and even when I went practicing the guitar. I went I went on a, my the ride along with my cop friend yeah. and I went up to the this apartment with him and he's like Did you did you look in there? I was like, No. She's like he's like, There was a lady straight up completely naked on the bed. <laughs> and I was like, Dang it <laughs> you gotta, I always miss this code stuff, word. man. That's right. I'll send you a screen. Ah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, um, they they banned them for life, I guess, or something. Yeah, you know what? Real quick sidebar: How do you enforce that? I don't know because the Jazz banned what two or three people last yeah, year for, for their, their racist. racist stuff. But how do you enforce that in a crowd of you know fifty to to twenty thousand people? Yeah, you're like, oh, oh, wait, wait, that mu- oh no, that's not him. Right. Oh, that's 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 the guy. But no, it, like, no. it's not even if they took your name down, you'd be like, oh, I don't have my ID. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah, you know, I like. I don't. I have no idea. It's like a picture of the bounce but check. I guess that girl. The girl had been previously banned, which goes to show obviously you can't be enforced because she's in the third row behind home plate. Right. I mean, yeah, it can't be enforced. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. But um, a couple other interesting things that happened. Um, actually, this is the game before. But the uh, the catcher got hit in the face with a baseball. Uh-huh. His mask got hit. Yeah. And uh, Did it stick? No, oh. no, it bounced off. <laughs> <laughs> but so catchers have kind of transitioned from the old school, you know, pull down the the mask kind of kind of thing with yeah. to this like hockey style mask almost. So it's not as it's not as foolproof. No, it is. Oh. It's like it's more it's more foolproof oh, okay. almost. But it, it hit him, and I was like, oh man, that would hurt. There's like no padding or anything. Yeah. I mean, but I found out. That there's springs. Well, that's a good idea. In the, in the shield of the masks, and they gotta uh, have a little flex. Yeah, yeah. I think I have. Oh, here's a like picture. a crumple zone <laughs> right here. This is the newer style ones. Okay, and they got the big springs there on the side. They gotta be able to take it off real fast, though. Still. Yeah, yeah. They can. They can. Yeah. But uh, and this is the older style one right there that some people. Oh, it's use, just over but, the front. They got the right, hat turned. Right, right. Yeah, they got the helmet turned backwards. Because you know they get a lot of crazy. So yeah. that that was an interesting tidbit to learn. Uh, and then I, you've probably heard about this because it was all over the news today. But did you see the Nationals fan who caught the home run ball? No. Oh, good. I'm glad you haven't because this 
is a great video. That should be an out. And I'm sure... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that a lot of the other people listening have have seen this or heard about it, but... 2-1. That is hit into left center field. Back at the wall. It is gone. Okay. Okay. You got to see the replay, though. See the replay. Back in the lineup for the Astros, and he goes deep. The opposite way to make it 2 0 Houston in the second. Yeah, people are just dead inside. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) All right. Hold on. I got to find a better version. That was the entirety of the video. It was was no replay. Pathetic. Is this it? Is this a video or is this just a picture? EPA photographer. Okay, well, here's the guy right here. Okay. Here's the play-by-play. Oh, does he catch it in his arm? He catches it off his chest. He saves you see, his beers. He has two Bud Lights. <laughs> labels out. Yeah. <laughs> that guy just got an endorsement. Yeah, I know, right? For sure. For sure. Bud Light couldn't... couldn't whatever whatever advertisement they, they pay for this year's Super Bowl, it's not worth no. it. This is better. Did it, did, it, did it... Was it a fair catch? Did he drop it? So, no, no. It hit him. Like, okay. this freaking ball... Hits him, it bounces off. I think he actually does drop the beers, or at least set him down, because there's like beer splashes up, but he does end up with it. Because I would be look at this, look at this kid's face right yeah, here. He's trying to catch Ooh, it. Looks like he's pooping his pants. Oh man, we got to find the actual video. But um, man, people, <laughs> people, you've heard it's really sad. Yeah, the people who die like reaching uh, over that, the wall. Yeah, that happened once in Texas. Terrible. Don't do that. <laughs> no, don't. It's a baseball, okay? I caught a baseball. I, tell I, you, I have one. And I think that outfielder, I don't know his name, like refused uh, to throw balls in the stands it, anymore. Yeah, it was Josh Hamilton, I He's think. He's like, I'm never the doing Rangers, that again. And I, uh, uh, something like that. Oh, here's I'll, another video. I'll blame him. And he just let it hit him right in the chest or the gut. Boom! Oh, oh, dude. Yeah, that's a broken rib for sure. Does he drop the beers, right though? Oh yeah, that that wasn't in the chest. That was like in the like the boob, the sixth, like a floating rib right there. Oh man, hope that it hurt. was worth it, especially since it was for the opposing team. I went to a. Do bees... you think everyone was like, throw it back? Like, yeah. Hell no. <laughs> I went to a bees game with Ashley years ago, uh-huh. and she got hit by a foul. She got hit in the shoulder. Oh jeez, <clears throat> and her shoulder still messed up. Wow, really? And I feel really bad that I didn't. Uh, she was nearer the plate, and so there's not much I could have done. Right. I could have sacrificed myself. Wait, how how did it – was it a line? It was a line. It was very fast. Was it before or after they've – because they've uh, increased – No, it was – the net was still just really behind home. No. They've increased <clears> it a little bit, and there's a lot of people who want to increase it more. So we were on the third baseline. Yeah, man, right. it's dangerous over there in those first few rows. I know. It just sucks to have to watch it through – <laughs> through I mean, hockey, you know, they put the glass up and yeah, people still get hit. It's glass. You can see through it. You don't have to. Like, oh, like the net, you're like, yeah. You have to <laughs> move, keep your yeah. head moving so you can see. You know, it. what's, uh, what's funny, though, is the people that flinch behind home plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would do it too. Oh, There's of no, course. no doubt. Of course. But I just think it's funny when they're like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. How many times are you going to do that this game, Bob? Yeah, Come know, on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. And then one last thing, and this isn't specific to the World Series. This is just something I've noticed recently um, with sports. You know, right after the game, yeah, like they haven't taken their uniforms off. Like this is still on the field. 
they'll uh, they'll send their little guy with a bow tie over to interview the players. Yeah, I never understood it. And man. there has never been a single one of those that has has. Well, okay, so here is Garrett Cole being interviewed right after the game. He's the starting pitcher from last night. Behind your decision to pitch the way you did. Um, you know, I I just thought that we needed to execute better pitches this time <laughs> out. Um, and I didn't realize that that was how we got that many strikeouts. I guess this situation just called for breaking balls in that spot. That's what we were feeling. Oh. Now, second inning, first <laughs> like, and third. Nine. What are you supposed to do with that kind of setup question, though? Um, like, it's, it's what made so, you decide to throw the ball that way? It's so stupid. Uh, it's so okay. One I more. I thought it would work. One more. This is from the. This is from the ALCS game four when Altuve hits a uh, uh, two run. Ho- I think it's two run. Walk off home run. Pitch. Take me through the at bat against Chapman. Well, I w- first of all, I want to thank God and all the fans for a beautiful game, for a beautiful. Like a politician. Uh, Answer the question. You know, we really deserve to be in the World Series because my team has been working really hard to get to this point. And in the at bat, I want to just get a good piece to hit. I mean, Chapman is, for me, one of the best closer. So his answer is and essentially I, I just wanted a good, a good pitch to hit. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I wanted it down the middle. Like, what were you thinking? A little low. And then he, he asked him. Around the bases, what was going through your mind? Well, running up, uh, around the bases. <laughs> what? The only thing I was what kind of a question yeah. is that? Yeah, this just, it just needs to end. Going through your mind? Like, yeah. fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. So do... So does pre- like the fact that they require like in the NBA they require press oh, conferences. The after. NBA ones, if you go Google stupid post game questions, Dude, they're all NBA. The press conferences after the fact are so stupid. Like the reporter who asks, uh, "So do you think the to a Clippers player? Do you think the Clippers are going to be here for Game seven? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "What? Yes, the- yes. What? I'm on the cl- yes." <laughs> I remember one time. Uh, OKC lost to the Jazz, right? And a reporter asked Westbrook, uh-huh. "Did did Oklahoma City lose this game, or did the Jazz win this?" Oh game? no, that was one of the clips <laughs> I watched today, and he was just like, "What? What, what kind of question?" And he just leaves. Yeah, he's he just like, "I can't, now, I can't with you guys." Like the spirit of that question, I understand, right? Yeah, but it's stupid. It's stupid. It's all they're athletes. They don't. They don't think that much. <laughs> they really, they just go out and play their game. Right. Like, I'm just, I, I think about my job and how much thought I put into my right. job. Or has there ever been, like, a time when you, something happened really fast? Like, say you're in a car accident and they're interviewing you after. What went through your mind when that car pulled in front of you? Like, what do you think? With, what, oh, what, shoot. Like, what did you want? Did, you, you, were did standing... you try to swerve? I, I don't even know, man. What made uh, you decide to hold the bat that way? I That's exactly. <laughs> like, they, they do, uh, do they really think that these athletes are that? I'm not saying they're stupid by any means. No. But it's just all natural. It's just right. talent. It's not like right. there's not this constant like, like okay, I've, I've blah, 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 blah. I practiced it that way a million times. Yeah. So that's why I did it that way. Yeah. I, oh. I just I wish that they would just start giving answers like that so it would just be done. Right. Like so well, just so stupid. Just make it an acceptance speech. Right? Right? Like you right. Did, you played great. Who do you want to thank tonight? Yeah. For real. What would you like to say to the fans? Don't ask these stupid 
What was going through your mind when you threw that home uh, home run pitch? Uh, oh, sh- I thought my contract. <laughs> yeah. up. I don't know. <laughs> I, my, actually, John, my life flashed before my eyes right, right there in the stadium. You'd be surprised how much you can think about in one point uh, two seconds. I thought of my children and the going college hungry. that I can't pay for. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's what, so but dumb. S- wait, you're not done with the game, are you? Because you got to talk about Trump being there. Oh yeah, that I well, that's also been all over the news too. I forgot about that. If you got if it's in the clip, it's great because the, on the on the jumbotron or whatever they call it, uh-huh. they're showing armed they're showing uh, soldiers, right? And the crowd's going crazy, cheering for them, and then it cuts to Trump. By the way, did you notice that Matt Gates was with him? I don't know who that. I'm not I'm Matt not sure Gates who that is. is the douchebag from Florida. Republican who led the little uh, charge oh, oh, into yeah, the room yeah, yeah. the other day. Yeah, was... He's like the biggest pawn. Oops, sorry. So, but the the cheer goes from hoorays and thank yous to immediate dark boos when his Trump's face hits the screen. I know. I'm trying to find the video here, but there's just and then some... later they're chanting "lock him up." <laughs> and I see on Facebook today people like, this is disgraceful. This is so sad. <laughs> Ooh, he's just smiling. Yeah. You can tell he's full of rage. Yeah. Because, you know, he's like the weird sociopath that he is. He, he can't handle this. No, he thinks everyone loves him. <laughs> he has no idea. Oh, there it is. Lock him up. And all I have to say this is... This is in our nation's capital, BT, Doug. <laughs> yeah. This is in Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. Right across the street from the White House. All I have to say is uh, you can't... <laughs> you had no problem with people chanting, lock her up. So, I know, and now they're right? open. <laughs> you can't, Dude, you can't have it both ways, man. It's so, there's so much hypocrisy yeah. with, with this party. It's insane. Like uh, He committed actual crimes, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Did you see the state, the freaking Justice Department finished their investigation finally on Hillary mm-hmm. and said there's nothing? Oh, really? They, I, if people didn't know, we're more than two years into the Trump administration uh-huh. and they've been investigating Hillary's emails still. Really? It just ended this I didn't week. I know that. And they released a statement like, uh, we're done with this. There's nothing. Nothing here. No, no crimes. So even the Trump Justice Department couldn't find any crimes on Hillary. Well, <clears throat> there's no way that the Trump kids haven't done whatever Hillary did already. Know, They're emails. so stupid. Yeah. Which <laughs> another thing this week huh. just announced tonight. Yeah. I did. That on Thursday, so in three days, okay, the House is voting on oh, articles yeah. of impeachment. So the it will actually begin the public phase of question and answer. Which I think the Republicans are like – because they've been coaxing the Democrats for like two weeks, right? Right. Like, you got to do this publicly. You should have a vote, which was clearly a bluff. So, like, so they were thinking that they they weren't going to do it? Yeah, they don't have enough. They don't have enough to bring it to a vote. But they do. Like, there's so much. They're, yeah, right. So now they're like, oh, shit, you guys are really going to bring it to a vote? Well, <laughs> what do we do next? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Thursday, House is voting. Tune in to C-SPAN. I really don't see it going any other direction when Democrats have the majority, but you never know. One of them's going to be like, you know what? I like this guy. I like him. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know how. Uh, 
I don't know. The hearing should be interesting. It should be a fun time. You know? uh, is it so? It's on Thursday. So they're voting on Thursday, which will then oh, begin. Okay, okay. Which will then begin if it if it passes, it will begin the public hearings of okay. witnesses. All the witnesses they've been uh, but, deposing over the past few weeks. And in this private. is just to give it to the Senate. So I think they vote on to proceed uh-huh. with the hearings, and then they have the hearings, and the House will vote again to send it to the Senate. For an actual trial. For an actual trial. But the House will conduct all of the uh, public interviews with the witnesses that they've been deposing. And in the House, it's likely to get shut down because... No, the House will go to the Senate. I mean the the Senate. Senate. Sorry, the Senate. Yes, they need a supermajority. I think 67 votes. I don't understand. I don't understand why Republicans are... Well, that's going to be the that's going like, to be the, the. It feels like this is an easy out for them to get away from, from right from all of this. Yeah, and because you know a lot of them, most of them don't even like Trump. Right. They just are <laughs> right. Know. And the only one who's willing to speak out right now is Romney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they say publicly <clears throat> when these witnesses start to speak. Uh, obviously, the Democrats made this decision faster than people expected. Now, people think that it's because the Republicans pressured them. It could also be the fact that they've uncovered enough shit that they're like, we could do this publicly and we might get some public sway here. Right. 51% of the country wants him gone. Yeah. So I don't know what the representatives are thinking when we know more than half the country. So anyway, it'll be fun. Interesting. It's going to be really it's gonna fun. going to be off the hook, man. Off the hizzle. And it, it got this far with Clinton, right? Yeah. He went all the way to the Senate. And, and that's uh, when they were like, if it doesn't fit, then must have quit. I mean, that was OJ. But yeah. I was talking about... I thought they brought in her mouth. <laughs> and, they brought in the cigar. And Bill's <laughs> Bill's, <laughs> Bill's oh. penis was so big. In fact, actually, hold on. Hold on. I think I actually might have uh, some audio from... I spoke with Mr. Hirohito this morning, and he assured me that I have a very large penis. He said it was mammoth, dinosauric, and absolutely <laughs> dwarfed his penis, which he assured me was nearly microscopic in size. My penis, he said, was most likely one of the biggest on the planet. I <laughs> applaud Mr. Hirohito in his honesty. Thank you. Yeah. Dinosauric. Yeah. That's straight from that hearing. So I have a beef also right now. Okay. Uh, Repub- or a Democratic representative from California, a woman, um, is resigning due to an ethics probe because she had an affair with a staffer. Right. She's 34 years old. Whore. Why is she resigning? I uh, I would say that it's just uh, to she's siding with the party so the party can keep its its image of look this is what we do when we have uh, creepy people Katie, in here. Katie Hill is her name. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. The Democratic president of the United States had an affair in the White House and didn't resign. This is 2019. President Trump has had multiple affairs. But that's why. Probably that's, having one now. That's why they're doing it. You think they're so taking they can, the high ground? Yeah. I don't get it. So that they can so that they can say, well, we did this. I don't get it. You know, that, I, I, if whatever. she was Republican, she wouldn't have to resign. No. That, I don't under, that's why I don't understand can, why Democrats are such 
wusses about this. They're not wusses. They're just trying. That's they're trying to protect their their current image of the the do good party or whatever you want to call it. I don't get it. Whatever. Keep taking the high road and you'll keep losing. That's fine. Did you know? um, Speaking of the high road, that. in the, I think I was listening to the radio today. I don't remember. It might have been NPR. I don't know what I was listening to, honestly. I was just sick of listening to the just channel. Hannity. No, no, no. no. <laughs> they were talking about, uh, with a professor from somewhere, and he was talking about getting rid of the Electoral College. Uh-huh. And how uh, at one point, and I think he said the 60s and 70s, the Republicans were super for getting, getting rid, of, rid it. of it. Right. And um, <clears throat> now, of course, it's it's flipped. Right. It flops every thirty years, and he so. he was saying that the only way that we'll really probably get traction on it is when a Republican uh, loses to a Democrat who won by the Electoral College. Right. When a Republican then, wins then the, the popular vote. Right. Right. Because right. then everyone will be like, uh, which and the Democrats will be like, oh yeah. Which won't happen until the platforms swap again. Yeah, that's not gonna the Democrats are are going to have the majority every time. They always do. Yeah, <clears throat> it's going to be uh, it's going to be a while before. But you know, there's it's never going to pass an amendment to get rid of the electoral college. Is never going to pass. You but you've heard about the states. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Where the individual states are are joining this compact of states, right? With the exact same language in every legislature saying if if enough states join to where uh the the win the winner of the popular vote would win Mm -hmm. we will give our electoral votes to the winner of the popular vote right so it's like this compact of states that once they get to enough states it goes into effect where the electoral college is no longer a thing it's just whoever wins the popular vote nationally Mm -hmm. gets our votes right and it, it's up to like 16 states. Oh, really? Something like that. that. We're close. It's really, really close to being a non-issue. That would be nice. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The electoral college is it's dumb. <laughs> yeah. I, man, I wish I could. Yes. The National Popular Vote Interstate Compact is what it's called. Oh, that sounds too, too long. So right now they have, with all of the compact together, there's 196 electoral votes. You need 270 to win the presidency. So <clears throat> let me ask you this. Yeah. What if um, we go ahead and just ha- have someone take one for the team again <laughs> and have a, re- have a Republican win by uh, – or a Democrat win by the uh, – h- how can we make this happen? Like the reverse? Yeah. We, we got to make a, a Democrat win – by the electoral college, so but lose we, the but, popular. Yeah, so we gotta. It's gonna be hard to do, but we gotta. It'd be much easier to just pass an amendment, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, fifteen states, uh, that, and that's a lot, man. That's a lot. Are they all left states, blue states? Uh, actually, no. Let me see if I can find. Um, state winner take all. Let's see. Nevada, blue. Oregon, blue. New Mexico, bluish. Colorado, Blue. Florida, mm, swing. Wait a second, maybe I'm not reading this right. I'm just looking. Hang on, just a second. I can't. I can't imagine Florida's actually in it because <laughs> uh, that would be crazy. Uh, interstate. <clears throat> maybe they're just tired of all the drama they had. That's possible. Um, Hanging chads. Oh, here it is. Maryland, New Jersey, 
Illinois, Hawaii, Washington, Massachusetts, D.C., Vermont, California, uh, Rhode Island, New York, Connecticut, Colorado, Delaware, New Mexico, and Oregon. Hmm. So we are exactly 74 electoral votes away in the compact from having the Electoral College gone. Nice. It would still be there, but it wouldn't matter. Right. Yeah. Which would be awesome. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Because we have had one, two, three, four, five elections in the history of the United States uh, that have the non-popular winner won. Yeah, it's been recently, too, hasn't yeah. mostly? Bush and Gore, and then Trump and Hillary. All right. Well, let's uh, swing away from politics for a minute and talk about murder. <laughs> Red Rob. <laughs> Red Rob. Um, so... Recently, here in Utah, or, well, yeah, uh, there was a CEO, a female CEO of a company. Have you, mm. you heard yes. about this? Oh, she went to San Jose. She went to San Jose, and she was found dead. What was her name? <sighs> she was in the tech uh, tech industry. Erin Valentine? Valentine? Valentine. Yeah. Valentine. Valen- Valenti. 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 Um, okay. So that happened. Oh, do we have any leads here? Uh, I, I, you know, I haven't heard anything. Was it they knew f- they found her car and then they found her body? I thought they found her in her car, maybe, or in her rental car. Either way, they don't know how she got there. Right. They don't know why she went there, and they have. I don't think they have any leads. Um, I think they are kind of thinking it was some sort of suicide or something, though. Oh, really? Well, based on her manic phone calls and stuff she was making. Oh, okay. See, I don't know much about the case other than. <laughs> She went to San Jose and was found right. dead. Um, and then about a year, or just just a year ago, we had um, Lauren McCluskey hmm. get murdered at the University of Utah uh, by a man that she was previously dating, who lied and and was you know a real uh, scumbag. A, a weird case too. Yeah, because he borrowed the gun, and those that guy just got sentenced. Yeah, then he borrowed it, it the was gun. Pretty from. actually no. <clears throat> It was yeah, it's complicated. a chick bought the gun, a girl bought the gun, gave it to her boyfriend, right. which was where the law was broken, right. and then the boyfriend lent it to the murderer right. who killed himself don't, with it. Don't, don't let people borrow your gun. Yeah, just uh, kinda, your gun is your gun. Yeah. You know? Kind of weird. Now- It's like you're borrowing a with fleshlight or something. I don't know. The f- <laughs> <laughs> I, I borrow your fleshlight all the time. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why we're both coughing so dramatically <laughs> over here. Like uh, anyway, so with the Lauren McCluskey case, a lot of the blame was placed on the University of Utah Police Department. Sure. Now, and, and so much so that they, uh, the family of Lauren McCluskey, is suing the university. Well, if I remember right, she. Went to campus security. She went to campus, campus police, police, who are and said, "I'm afraid of this guy." Right. He's. I don't I can't remember if she said he was stalking or just he was. She was afraid that he was violent. Right. And they. I mean, I don't know how to. It's not like I want to. I don't want to use the wrong language to. Yeah. To, you know, but it was basically they kind of just brushed it off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's but I don't know what they could what have it done. Seems like. That's kind of what I'm getting to with okay. with this. So they're suing. I, I got to find the number here. I think it's thirty million or something. It's a lot. 
Um, and you know they're saying they're doing it in quote unquote principle, and they don't even want the money. Which you know, yeah, kind of well, and he, <clears throat> yeah, she, he he also uh, extorted her, blackmailed yeah. her, yeah, yeah, uh, before he killed her. Um, but here's my question for both of these because also in this uh, this San Jose mm-hmm. incident, they are basically throwing the ba- blame on the San Jose police. Oh, I do see that she was manic, the CEO, yeah. and was like saying that she was in the Matrix and stuff. That's sad. It's no, sad. sad. <laughs> it's very sad. All right. So anyway, I just should we blame the police because it's getting to the point where, in in my opinion, I think I'm not completely sold on this that it just seems like they're wanting to blame someone. Yeah. And what? What the police have a whole city to take care of. You know, there's like one officer per what, like two thousand people oh, or something. Yeah, I don't it's, even know. It's 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 not like so to devote. And I mean, they probably have other missing person cases, other other sorts of things that happen, and so to devote. Like what? I don't. What were they supposed to do in San Jose? Like shut down the city? So tell me, tell me about what happened in San Jose. Did the parents call the pol- the San Jose Police Department? Right, and said she's talking crazy. We've tried to keep her on the phone. Is that what was happening? Um, I don't know about that. I believe. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Um. Waiting for an autopsy. Because they, they, I think after after she called the last time, they just never heard. Oh, she she texted somebody but never heard back. I don't think they were like on the phone with her. Okay, I think she just kind of disappeared, and they found her in a neighborhood. They didn't, you know. Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> so what is their their cases that the San Jose PD? Well, they're not. They're, they don't have a lawsuit as of yet. Oh, but they are saying publicly that there. that the San Jose police dropped the ball and that they should have done more uh, to find her. Hmm. But I just don't know. In the case of suicide, that becomes really hard. You know. Mm-hmm. That's well, we don't know if that's what it was, but that's I true. Can't. I don't know. If she was manic, then there's a good, yeah, a good chance. I mean, it's that's tough. I don't, I don't know the details of that one. Um, I know that uh, for suicides, it feels like there's no justice. Oh, they were mad because they were treating it the case as a voluntary missing person, so not someone who's been kidnapped, someone that's missing. So she's an adult, and she left of her own free will, right? She might be in San Jose and acting really crazy, but she did it on her own, just as if I could drive off right now and you could call the police, but they'd be like, well, yeah, he might be acting weird, but, you know, he's free to do whatever he wants. This The unified police here stated that if you're over 18, they they have the right to do that. So anyway, what were you going to say? Well, I mean, if it was a suicide, well, even any unexplained death – you know, in like uh, in McCluskey, in Laura McCluskey's case, where the man kills himself afterwards, um, or in this case where we don't know why she, how or why she died, uh, it, it doesn't feel like there's ever any justice. So yes, your your natural instinct is something or someone has to be blamed for this, right? 
you know, um, and, and, and unfortunately in our country, someone is always at fault. And instead of just, no, bad shit happens sometimes, right. you know? Um, I mean, cause if she really was bipolar and manic, um, unfortunately that means she wasn't taking her medication, which then you could argue a, a lot of negligence, right? You know, um, I'm reading a little bit about Lauren McCluskey here, and it turns out the detective that she told, um, it was a woman, she had also uh, responded to a death threat against an, for, against another student and was rather indifferent about it as well. And so she was warned, you, you can't take these cases lightly and be indifferent about it. So that's probably where the, the McCluskey family is coming from there. That this particular detective, apparently she took some PTO, <laughs> the detective, right after she was told. Well, I'm not saying <clears throat> that there's no fault at the University of Utah. But frankly, the the University of Utah did not have that guy go kill her. Like, right. she got herself into that whole situation. Right. It might It might spawn a new policy. Right. Which is we put you in... Lockdown. Well, that's or on what I mean. Like, what watch. were they supposed to do? Were they supposed to bring in, uh, you know, right. the military and arm guard her? Like what? I, right. If she was that scared, I, I'm sounding. I sounds no, like I'm tough. being a dick right now. It's tough. But if she was that scared, why not leave campus? Well, Go. It's true, yeah, but I, mean, I do wonder about if that if you were in that situation where this is someone who you've you know been intimate with. Mm-hmm. And it is domestic violence. We're we talking about my ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's you. You you talk yourself out of it, right? right. You, you say, "Well, uh, I'm sure he's not that crazy." You know what I mean? But rule of thumb, right now, they are whoever. It is, yes, they are that no, crazy. Should, and that's what the probably what the McCluskeys are saying is that even if our daughter kind of talked herself out of it, out of the danger. Well, then why did the police – you know, the police should be the ones who – man, they take threats way more seriously than anyone else. Well, yeah. But again, what were they what, – what what should have they done? What – I mean, right. sh- I guess maybe they could have take told her to go somewhere else. There to, might be – so the, uh, if – okay, if I were the parents, I might have – I might take issue with uh, certain parts. Let's – I don't know this for sure, mm-hmm. but we do know that she was uh, blackmailed. Yeah. If she reported that blackmail and the cops didn't do anything, which then led to this person being well, free. But what besides put out a uh look for this what is that called the uh, APB? Yeah. Yeah. Like what what else can you do or if you don't know <laughs> yeah. if you don't know where he lives, it's not like you can just But they probably did. So I mean, I could argue this case. Right, right. right you know and say she knows his name. Uh-huh. She knows where he lives. Well, probably. I don't know where he lived at the time. I don't know if he – you know what I mean? But they mm-hmm. dated. Right. Um, they could probably set something up to to catch him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some sort of uh, a sting or – you know what I mean? Anything like that. So the question becomes if a student comes to you and says, this guy already blackmailed me because of some photos and I'm afraid he's going to kill me. What what should the university police be responsible for? Should they, at the very least, hand it to the Salt Lake Police Department? Well, that's the thing: is they're 
I mean, the university police is an actual full-on... Right. They're, it's not like they're rent-a-cops or anything. Right. They are full-blown... But if this detective was taking PTO and felt like she didn't have the capacity to investigate this... Right. Then she should have. She should have passed it off. Right. Now, right. I, I don't know if any of that is true. I mean, she I, was... I have no idea if Lauren reported the blackmail. Right. I, all we know for sure is that she did call and say, I'm scared of him, mm-hmm. you know? Um, which you got to get to a certain point to call the police about something like that, you know? Right. But I mean, it might, the, the hope is that it's, the family doesn't care about the money, you mm-hmm. know, but the hope is that maybe there is a policy change that if a girl does report something like this, then, then they can say, well, if you'd like, we can offer a 24 hour surveillance. Right. Or we can. We can get you moved to a different dorm for the night. You know what I'd like to know that hasn't been in any of the stories is how often this happens. How often the detectives are called. How often yeah. someone comes in and says, I'm scared for my life. I'm afraid this guy. Because it's, it's like every day. <laughs> it's true. No, I mean, and he would. You would, you know, kind of habituate to it. Right. Uh, as a detective. And that, I mean, we see it, that happens to cops all the time. Right. You know, um, except for the ones who shoot people. Yeah. Man, I've watched another one, man. You gotta stop watching those. <sighs> this was one in Fresno. Did you hear about the one in Fresno? No. Oh my gosh. <sighs> this sixteen year old kid mm-hmm. and his brother were suspected of a a murder that happened the day before. It was well, it was less of a murder but more of like a a, a shooting that <laughs> caused a car accident that oh, was fatal. Oh. Okay. Um they more suspect, suspected this guy's brother. Uh huh. But they pulled over a car where he was in it, the 16-year-old boy. Okay. And his baggy pants, you know, uh, big sweatshirt. And they tell him to, to kneel on the ground. And instead he takes off. It's a Saturday. He jumps, he jumps over a fence, a big fence. He has to do like the flip where you, <laughs> you know, your legs go over first and then you kind of, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. He takes about three steps as he's running. And a cop who wasn't there initially comes running up to the fence and shoots through the fence and hits him in the back of the head. And the kid dies three days later. Mm. Now this particular video that was released yesterday mm-hmm. or this week was not released to the public when this happened a couple of years ago. Oh, this is 2017. Yes. And so this cop, it was ruled justified <clears throat> because he said that the kid was reaching in his waistband and looking back at him. Mm. Uh, he was running away from the cop. Running, he was running away from the cop. Yeah, it, um, he and, hit him, and there was another cop climbing, climbing over the fence. Over the fence, one shot back of the head. He died three days later. Now this kid might have been a shithead, right? Uh-huh. Uh, he's sixteen years old, and I know that cops take every threat seriously. Mm-hmm. But this person, he's running away from you. Later on, they'll make the case that he jumped the fence into a daycare. God, they're still putting him in handcuffs. Right. They'll make the case that he was jumped over the fence into a daycare. However, earlier I made the point that it was a Saturday. Also, it was okay for the cop to, to shoot, shoot into a daycare? <laughs> and the cop didn't use that as in his initial report. And unfortunately, on the, one of the videos, you can hear another cop say, good shot, man. Mm. Which, uh, in the moment, okay. You know, if you think that that's a really... Are you sure he didn't say it sarcastically? Like... Good shot, man. I don't God. know. 
Um, I actually didn't find that video. I read it. I didn't want to watch any more videos of it. Oh, I just watched it. <clears throat> it's it's not, disturbing. It's well, weird. no, I watched the one where he's running towards the security camera. Oh, but that well. security footage wasn't released to the public initially in 2017. Why? I don't... <laughs> huh. There was other... Body cam footage was. Right. <clears throat> so, I don't know, man. These cops that shoot people in the back. Mm, taser. Run after him. Anything. Yeah. You know? This cop came around. Once again, if you watch the video, this cop could have taken cover. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, was, he came around another fence in order to shoot through it. <clears throat> I mean, why <clears throat> maybe just draw your gun and just freeze? Well, yeah. Like, if he turns around and starts shooting, like, right. cover, cover the if, guy who's over the fence. If but... you watch the video, the cop that shoots him is <clears throat> behind and to the right. Uh-huh. And he is pulling up his pants with his left hand, right? And right. as he looks over his shoulder, he's looking to see who's chasing him. So that cop claims that he saw his left hand by his pants, his waistband, as he looked over his right shoulder and made eye contact. And the police officer said that the eye contact and the fact that his hand was down there made him feel threatened enough to take one shot. And the, the boy immediately crumpled to the ground. I don't know, man. I hate, I hate overanalyzing these and saying, "Well, they should have done this because." I I have a massive problem when a cop says I felt threatened and they shoot someone in the back. Yeah, that's. I I got a big problem with that. That's. Uh... If there were other people, if there were people, if there were kids, well, you shouldn't shoot through the fence anyway, <laughs> right? But if there were people that you thought he might threaten around the corner yeah. or something, uh, maybe he's an imminent threat, you know, but. This kid was clearly running away from you. He just jumped the fence, you know? Well, Ugh. at least he was white. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's probably why we haven't heard about it. Probably. They released this video two years later. Oh, <sighs> man. All right, we better uh, we better break ourselves. Um, when we come back, we have some random headlines. Um, let's see. I don't know what they are. Or do I? They're um, random. Oh, yeah. A uh, castle is destroyed. Um, Spoiler alert. I know. Rats are learning crazy things. Um, New records in India. And, well, this last one is pretty crazy. So we'll we'll just save it. But when we return, all that and maybe something else. I don't know. Maybe not. Um, Yeah. All right. Okay. It's hot in here, Daddy. I can't breathe. I'm going to slingshot you over the wall, hopefully near a birthday party of some sort. And when you get over there, make sure them Mexicans ain't took our jobs. I'm going to get back. Okay, make another slingshot, but make sure you destroy the slingshot so no Mexicans slingshot back over here and take all our American jobs, what was meant for Americans. Also, bring back some damn food. What do you want to eat? I feel funny saying this, but I'm craving tacos. All right, Daddy. America's number one. America's number one. Fire! Ah! And let's do the cheese dip, too. This is the Arctic Podcast. Interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. 
got to come back from those, like, you know, a little more professional, like, my name is Spencer Rogers, and this <laughs> is... Well, if you lean to wipe, it sticks to your... Yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's just... It's just <laughs> what the... I, I did not mean to play that, but... Sure. Oh, man. Where did that... What is that even... If you lean to wipe... We were talking about... Uh, there well, it is. If you lean to wipe, okay. it sticks to your... Okay. Yeah, anyway. That's a good one. That was an accident, though. We were talking about the... Uh, the liners, if you use them to put on the right, toilet seat. Right, right, Because they stick to your leg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tennessee. Um, so, many people in East Tennessee called this the world's biggest treehouse. You drive down a country road, you pull onto a long driveway, and there it was, raising from the woods. My penis. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, so this giant treehouse burnt down. Oh, man. That's freaking cool. I One, two, know. three, four, five stories. It's like Swiss Family Robinson. Uh, yeah. Plus, look at all this stuff over here, too. I think there might be like a, an air traffic control oh, yeah. tower yep. up there or something. For sure. It burnt down. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be arson. Yeah. Um, let's see. Or maybe, well, there's the inside of it. Dang, it looks there's like pews. Yeah, a, man. A basketball court. That's cool. <laughs> um, so let's see. How did it? It burnt down. <laughs> the treehouse rose f- five stories with a steeple soaring higher still. I have a steeple. A steeple. It had classrooms, bedrooms, a kitchen, stairs. Uh, you could look down from it on a grassy field shaped into a single word. Jesus. Wait, what? You could look down from it onto a grassy field shaped into a single the word. The grassy field was shaped like Jesus? I get Or no, like the word Jesus. The word Jesus. <laughs> it's obviously Tennessee. Um, Let's see here. What? I just Googled grassy Jesus and it didn't pull up anything. <laughs> let's see. I can't. It's not telling me how it burned down. It burnt down via fire. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a, a sports reporter. How so? How did the? <laughs> how did you feel as you watched it burn down? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like bad. Anyway, um, so yeah, that uh, that's sad. So if you ever were planning on going to see the world's biggest Jesus, oh, there it is. There you go. Ba- oh, was yeah, it? It's just mowed into the lawn. Oh, a Jesus in a. That uh, seems like across. a lot of work. Looks more like shrubbery. Um, it's like pretty tall. Anyway, yeah, big, big, big freaking treehouse. That's like a tree mansion. Yeah, oh, definitely a tree hotel. Um, so here is another video uh, where researchers we gotta we gotta get through a stupid stupid commercial here. Oh my gosh, this is a long. Do you think one. they'll ever go away? Commercials? Yeah. Not as long as we buy things. <laughs> <laughs> we all have to stop buying things that are advertised. Yeah. So if you see a Ford advertisement, you buy a Chevy. <laughs> I don't know if that would work. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then you let Ford know about it. Right. You tweet them. Right. Hey, at Ford, the- I bought an at Chevy because I saw your lame ad. Okay. Here is the video. Okay. Scientists have taught rats to drive tiny cars. Oh, yeah. It's a little rat in a, literally in a jug on top of a a little RC car. And the rat can drive it. 
so they drive it over to their treat. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Operant conditioning. Yeah. So Skinner, uh, Skinner would be proud. Along with the, <laughs> along with the turkeys and uh, the Freaking pelican yeah. waiting in line. Dude, that turkey was chivalrous as shit. I know. Yeah. Uh, these animals are are getting smarter and smarter. So um, the reason they're doing it is to study uh, how learning skills affect the human mind and stress levels. And so logically, the only thing you could do is teach a rat <laughs> to drive a car. I, I was waiting for you just to say, like, they were studying whether or not they could actually teach a rat to drive a car. Okay, uh, that's probably that's probably how this started. They're like, I have a pet rat, and I want to teach him how to what, – what can right. we do? Under the guise of science. <laughs> to make this so we get paid yeah. for it. Yeah. <laughs> How about we say it's about like humans and stress? That'll get us some grant money. That's always those are buzzwords right yeah. there. <laughs> We're actually figuring out if rats can drive us around and we we'll get rid of the whole uh, auto yeah. auto yeah you know we don't even need autopilot, autopilot cars anymore. Yeah. The rats who scientifically are proven to be better drivers than there humans. would probably be less debate about rat driven cars <laughs> than self driving cars. Probably on the one hand we have a robot. Or the rat. What's your vote? I trust oh, rats over rat, machines. Rat all the way? <laughs> Jesus made the rat? Yeah. The machines are going to take over. Mm-hmm. Skynet. Speaking, okay, real quick side note. Tesla. I win- the Model Y. They announced it. I, oh. thought that's what you're, I thought that's where you were going. It's not, but. <laughs> it's only 39 grand. Go on. Really? Yeah. But does that come with autopilot? Probably because the lowest price on the to actually get all the cool features on the model whatever three, you have to spend forty five thousand. That's nothing though. You know, like I mean, relative to new cars, I guess. How much was your new Civic? Twenty two thousand, brand new. Yeah, 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 and it breaks my bank every freaking month. <laughs> I know, but I, you know, <laughs> cars are expensive, and Tesla's coming in with this high luxury, saying screw you. <laughs> Screw you, forerunner. Watch this. Um, so I went to a conference, an e-learning conference this last week in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And one of the keynote speakers um, was this lady right here. Let me see if I can find a good video to show you. Um, keynote. It's weird. What? Keynote. I feel like that word just like came into existence like when Apple started doing that. When Apple used it to make yeah. their own PowerPoint. And now it's like a, a buzzword. <laughs> All right, this was one it of our... It used to be called the PowerPoint presenter. My name is Sophia, and I am an artificially intelligent robot who wants to help change the world for the better. you got to work on the lips. I'm Steve Kovac. I know. I know. Oh, that's the fake center. guy. <laughs> I'm here <with> Sophia <laughs> from Hanson Robotics. She is the world's ah. first robot citizen, so let's see what She is happens. a citizen in Saudi nice Arabia. How are you? <laughs> She is. She can drive. I guess. How do you feel about humans? I love my human compatriots. I want to embody all the best things about human beings, like taking care of the planet. So, as she's speaking to us, I'm just picturing Cylons from Battlestar Galactica busting in the doors and taking us all hostage. Why don't they give her hair? I don't know. And humans and robots. Yeah, they long. didn't give her hair, but she has boobs. Right. <laughs> and lipstick. Their artificial intelligence, using them to expand the knowledge of their own minds. 
So basically, she was there to... You wouldn't be lobbing softball, softball questions if you were talking to her, would you? No. I'd be like, that's all they did. Was will like, you ever kill me? Right. Or any other human? Right. You have to be truthful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... In what context yeah. would you kill a human being? I know, right? <laughs> That's what you would have to ask it. So she was there to tell us why robots aren't taking your jobs and not to be scared. And I'm sitting there listening, and I feel like it's propaganda. Like, it's oh, just yeah. like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like it, it felt like, uh, I don't know, man, like the rise of the, of the machines right there. You wanna, so she is Skynet. You can't sleep at night when you think of simulation. <laughs> I can't sleep when I think of what if robots did everything. Right. Would there's no a, human would ever have to work? Could we all just get along then? Maybe. You know? Isn't there a would there be about that? I watched something about that recently. Would there still be an economy? Well, would it be like the argument uh, is that this is the same way that people felt during the industrial revolution and that just led to different kinds of jobs. Right. So, yeah, a lot of people will lose their jobs, but hopefully it will transition like, to other jobs. Mostly, guess who's mostly going to be affected? Low-income people. <laughs> right. Of course. Of course, they're always shit on. So, but really like if they did everything, you needed milk your robot went and bought milk from another robot. Your robot secreted milk from its its cow robot nipples. Right. Teats. Or you had you had another robot that milked it for you. Milked the cow? Milked the robot. I'd be using that robot for <laughs> for other things as well. It literally if they literally did everything, would we just be like Amish and everybody just kind of Well, you know just what? Lived? You know, you know this is this is going to be nerdy, okay? You get paid for what your this robot is going to be nerdy, but that is why I like the uh, Gene Roddenberry's vision of Star Trek, where the our world, um, after they make synthesizers that basically create food or whatever, yeah, uh, money is no longer used. Right. There's no money economy, and yeah, there's a lot more peace, yeah, uh, in the world, and it's it's basically. But Americans are really greedy. Oh yeah. So how would could we would if so like let's say I want a boat, right? right? You ha- someone's got to make the boat. Well, right. robots can make the boat. Uh-huh. Someone's got to find the materials. Well, robots find the materials. Right. Someone's got to assemble it. Well, robots assemble it. You know, like you go all the way down the line with anything you want now. The only the it's only, all made by robots. The only thing is that the, anything artistic might have a hard time. That's true. Uh, with AI, although they were talking about how that's so. Do you think <laughs> it'll get to a point ever where we use robots to do? jobs that we get paid for i guess we do that already <laughs> like, but <laughs> like like if i had a job delivering the mail so you're saying I, I bought a robot to do that job for me and you get paid for it and i get paid for no it it's like way. robot slavery there's no way that's gonna fly and that's how <laughs> that's why they turn on us right there right well and the post office would be like no i'm just gonna buy my own fucking robot yeah you're right. fired <laughs> Well, that's right. That's, yeah. But then if everybody had a robot. I don't know. I, you see what I'm saying? No, I get what, what you're would saying. Happen? I have I, no I, idea. I agree with you on art. Maybe all of us would then be allowed to just do well, art all that was, day long. That was actually another point that Sophia made is that robotics will free up humans to embrace 
uh, their artistic wants and desires and branch out that way. Everybody could make music and paintings and right. new mediums. Right. And well, not only that, but they could invent new things. Yeah. And, and, you know, we would probably progress a lot faster. But because what she said made sense like all the menial stupid tasks that we do every day are just automated by the robot right like anytime i have to like i design a course at work right and i like doing that and that's fine but the rest of it after you know loading it into the computer and all that crap is boring af and i hate it so if a robot did that for me then i could concentrate on doing what i like to do do you think that before any of that happens we'll have robot wars first well, you know what uh, drives our technology typically is uh, is war and porn. Warn, if you will. <laughs> yeah. So maybe. So we'll. Ha- I mean, we already kind of have that. Drones, right? Do we have anything that is fully automated? Because a drone even has a pilot, like in Vegas, right? Yeah. Um, like if we could just say, "Hey, drone, go bomb Baghdad again." <laughs> You know, then we'll have um, robot wars where we're just like I, I, the I th- only goal is to build more robots. I don't think. Well, everything that we have, they can't make decisions, right? So AI would have to be the thing, right? And then that's where it gets kind of dicey, right? All right, this actually ties into another topic, but I want to share one more random headline with you. It's going to keep me up. Okay, go ahead. Okay, and uh, let me let me play this audio here for you. And uh, we got to skip this commercial. Three, two, one. Uh, we can skip it now. I heard this. Did you? It's so red. That's the coolest noise in the world. Okay. Yeah. So what is it? It's a bird. It is. Uh, can I just put this into context? Yeah. So this is the world's loudest bird. It is. A hundred and twenty. Five decibels. decibels. When I've gone to a jazz game, 19,000 people, round two of the playoffs, elimination game, on the ground. I get out my phone. I have a little decibel app, right? Right. The highest I've ever gotten on there was 116. Really? That place is freaking loud. 116. And this bird is 125. Let me. I want to make sure and confirm this. It's like it, having your ear next to a jackhammer. Oh no, it is up to 125. It says it's louder than a pneumatic drill, which yeah. like next to your ear though. Yeah, uh, I had no idea birds could be that loud. No, and uh, this isn't like a big bird or anything. No, it looks it's, like a freaking uh, white pigeon. It looks like a dove. Yeah, it's probably about the size of a dove. Maybe a big, bit, little bit bigger than a pigeon. It's got some weird thing on its nose. Uh, I I had not been familiar with this bird till I saw it today. The white bell bird. White bell. I assume it's called the bell bird because it's loud as. F- <laughs> yeah, I mean that thing is like probably really far away from that camera. It looks like it. Um, I mean, it's on the top of a tree. Let's see. Uh, this is yeah. This is the loudest of any bird species so recorded so far. Have you watched the new documentary on Netflix? Birds. No. It's fairly new. I have and they not. they go they talk most of it is around birds of paradise. Oh. Okay. And they talk about this one bird that in order to woo the female uh-huh. it mimics sounds that it's heard. Mm-hmm. And one of them is children in villages playing. Yeah. It's like 
those 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 birds of paradise and uh they and the dances they do and the stuff crazy how well they can imitate things yeah it's weird i can't remember what else it mimicked it mimicked like three different things that were uh, human there's created. one that mimics like construction workers yeah. and uh like the jackhammer and, yeah and uh to impress the female yeah Female's like, oh, that's hot. Yeah. Oh, that's getting my <laughs> cloaca like a, all hot and bothered. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they have. <laughs> I know. I went on a whole – because of that special, I went on a whole Google trip about bird sex again because I know you taught me about it. <laughs> we, we did. You we had, talked you about gave me the talk. ducks and how they're the only birds that have penises. But whenever the female says okay, yeah. the, the bird sex lasts maybe one and a half seconds. And Not I'm my like, birds. My birds. <laughs> <laughs> They grind it out. <laughs> These birds are on a stick and they just go. And it's like So is she. <laughs> like one and a half seconds and I'm like, how is it done that fast? How is it done that fast? Did I even I don't think I even showed you this because picture. Not every bird God. what we did, there were some birds that had some male birds that still had a penis. But most of them just have a cloaca. Cloaca that they, they, it's this thing they rub against each other. And they basically just scissor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And somehow fluids transfer, <laughs> but it happens so fast on the in these uh, birds of paradise. Uh, that hardly seems worth it. Then I know. So then I wondered: Has anybody found out if birds have orgasms? Oh. And it turns out that most of them do. Ew. They uh, they That's enjoy warm. it. Well, like I said, my parakeet masturbates every morning. I found. A I'm r- not even joking. He does. He hops out of his cage, flies to where he does it, and just. So I, <laughs> I did. I googled, "Do birds have orgasms?" Uh-huh. It pulled up a video of a guy. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> he is filming. He's laying down on a couch. Okay. He has a cockatiel. Okay. That's on his foot. Okay. He the cockatiel uses the foot to masturbate. Oh yeah. And he films it. Oh okay. And all the comments were like, "Dude, you're." You're sick, man. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I'm doing it for science. science. Showing you that this he, – he's rumming the cloaca on my toe. I was like, oh, oh That's man. weird, man. Yeah, it was weird, and I don't know why I watched it. All right, so here is a picture of my baby bird. Okay? Yeah. You see the baby bird? Yeah. Okay? Okay. But you didn't see what was going on in the background, did you? <laughs> They're having sex again. Yeah, right they, in front of the baby. They got a kid right there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this is my favorite favorite picture. Yeah, the first thing you're like, oh, the baby's so cute, and then you yeah. zoom in on the, oh, oh my freaking gosh, they're freaking grinding it out in the background. This is this is uh, pioneer times. <laughs> you know, I went I went up to a cabin with Ethan and some friends, mm-hmm. and we were talking about that. How does that? How did that work? You mean smelling like feces and having sex? No, when <laughs> that and. When it's a one-room cabin and you got four kids and grandma. Just slip it in there, man. <laughs> I, it's just weird. Like, yeah. It's super quiet out there. Put another log on the fire. Get a, get a, I don't know. Get maybe, a real crackly one. Maybe it was just well-established. Or maybe they went and uh, just went out to the woods. And, maybe. Hey, we're going to go uh, bang one out in the trees. There's some time. We need man. some time. Go out. You know what? You need to go feed the, the pigs or something. Gra- oh. Grandma. One other picture I need to show you. I took this picture uh, when I got into my car to come here today. Six minutes to Chick Fil A. <laughs> you need to share that picture and the sex picture, the bird sex picture, <laughs> right now to our Facebook page. All right. Um. Okay. A couple more things before we're done here. 
Uh, I'm going to go ahead and ask you a question. Okay. It's not even going to be awkward, but I am going to ask it. Okay. Um, I need to get a sounder for ask a question. You need a, a, like a, an like ax sound? Ax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was listening to a comedian, and I, for the life of me, can't remember who it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not someone I listen to regularly, um, but he brought up some good points. And rather than tell you the joke, I'm just going to kind of ask uh, ask this question that okay. he posed in, in a humorous way, but I'm going to try and do it less, uh, more scientifically. Okay. <laughs> All right, I want you to imagine that uh, we find, you know, uh, the U.S. or or any developed country uh, finds a a big, gigantic island that we weren't aware of, okay? Okay. And it is populated with apes. Okay. Okay, but these aren't ordinary apes. These apes have technology. They've invented uh, computers and cars and guns, and all they do with all this technology that they've created is kill each other and look <laughs> at porn. <laughs> what do you think we would do as a country? Um, pro- I don't know. Probably. What, do you think we'd make contact with them or just let them be? Oh, I think we'd make contact. Do you? Yeah. We, we can't stand it. We can't. Our curiosity always. Kills but do you us. think we'd make, like, right off? We just go introduce ourselves, or do you think that we would, kind of hang out around the island in boats? And yeah, you probably study them from afar. Study them from afar till they shot us with a rocket launcher. Or right. Something. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, this is exactly why aliens haven't come to visit us. <laughs> They're just watching us. Yeah. Yeah. You think about it, and why? What? What are they going to come? Right. What are they going to come teach us? Yeah. It just. That's why every alien movie is based on they need to come steal our natural resources. Right. They need the unobtainium from our right core. Right. So <laughs> we are so unadvanced that the aliens are just checking on us just to see where we're at. Right. And uh, there's no it's reason. What, it's what we do to underdeveloped countries. Yeah. If we see you developing a nuke, right. we'll fucking nuke you. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. They're like, if these guys ever develop, you know, an actual, like, actual, uh, a weapon that actually does something. Could you imagine if aliens came in and started treating us like we treat Iran <laughs> and North Korea? We're like, hey. We're going to sanction you guys yeah. from interstellar <laughs> yeah. interstellar food. Freaking episode one, man. <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, I just thought his uh, his joke was entirely accurate. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that makes yeah. that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I saw a headline. First of all, Edward Snowden was on Joe Rogan. Oh, really? Very so he, enlightening. Is, uh, how? He was talking about, uh, well, like via Skype or something. I don't okay. know. But he was. Where's yeah. he at? Is he still in? He's in Russia, I believe. In their embassy or something? No, I think he's in Russia. Oh, actually, I'm thinking of uh, Julian Assange, yeah, but he's no longer. Arrested. He's in prison. Right. Uh, anyway, Snowden said that he. I don't know if this is true, but he said that while he was uh, a contractor, he did dig. He dug through the CIA files for uh-huh. alien stuff uh-huh. and didn't find anything. Oh, really? Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if they didn't. Right. Like, like I said. You know, if the aliens wanted us to see us, if if they have the technology to get here, right. then they have the technology to hide from us because we 
already almost have the technology to to cloak something essentially. Right. So I know I keep seeing headlines like we actually teleported a microparticle or something. Yeah. Well, well I can't I wait till to teleporting. That'd be awesome. That's what's crazy because you think about people who lived, I don't know, a thousand years ago, and how the things that we do now were probably so unimaginable to them. Oh yeah. I mean. I, I don't. A, I don't. A hundred years ago, I don't think we can understand at all how unimaginable flying a you know a, yeah. a six hundred passenger airplane, right? A giant metal tube, right? Yeah, how incomprehensible that would be to someone a thousand years ago. Even if we told them that's what it is, there's yeah. no way they would get on. No, no, they'd just be like, <laughs> no, right? And so a thousand years from now, we can't even. No. We can't even comprehend what no. it – it's probably stuff that we can't even – because, you know, a thousand years ago, no one was thinking about computing or screens or right. traveling the universe. Almost everything we do all day long besides eat – even eating has gotten a lot better. Yeah. Right? I mean, three, 200 years ago, no plumbing in the house. Ugh. 100 years ago, something, there wasn't plumbing in the house. Right. You know? Now you've got – you know, I mean, the only the only downside about a toilet right now is the cold seat, and they even have heaters now. I like a cold seat. Do you? Because if it's warm, I mean, someone's no, been not, on it. Not if it's your own toilet. I don't know. I still think, I, still think I get the impression that it was. <laughs> that you're cheek to cheek with someone. So let me ask you one more question since we're kind of on a similar topic. It's something I've kind of wanted to trickle into. We've got a little bit of time here. You know, they're, not that we ever... the, the station isn't, pr- <laughs> isn't pressuring us to. Uh, measure. Uh, what are some things that were barbaric in the past, and uh, it's probably going to need to be, well, I don't know, far past things that, that were barbaric. Yeah, that are are cons- or we consider barbaric that were commonplace. Oh, okay. Like uh, let's say a hanging or like uh, putting someone's head on a spike. <laughs> <laughs> that and, was weird. And uh, putting it in front of your castle. So or... things that we that weren't barbaric back then that are now. Right. The first one that comes to mind, I was an anthro miner, and we uh-huh. learned about uh, female genital mutilation. Oh, that still happens. It still happens, but for most of the modern world, or the de- developed world, we look at it as right. completely barbaric right. and heinous, like a, a crime against humanity. Yeah. But still looked at as normal by some of the world, and especially... Back Hundreds then. of years ago. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. What's wrong? Do you hear that? I don't know. Whatever. I hear like a clicking. It's probably. Oh, it's probably. It might be my. Sorry. <laughs> no, it was like. Anyway. No. Um, what else was barbaric? Hangings. I mean, the type of war has changed so much. Even in a hundred years. Yeah. Even in 60. Look, look at Vietnam. Vietnam was pretty you know? nasty. Yeah. Um. But, but like daily practices or something? Yeah. I mean, what well, I guess what I'm getting to... Bloodletting? Yeah, and that was stupid. Yeah. Although, don't... Yes, actually, uh, hemochromatosis. Yeah. My dad has it. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. You have thick blood is yeah, what it yeah. is. You have to go give blood uh, frequently. The point is, is is what is going... What now is going to be considered barbaric in 100, 200 years or 1,000 years? Uh, I think capital punishment will eventually be capital punishment. What do you think about abortion? Uh, I mean, I think that abortion's barbaric already, but I don't know. What I know, the... but do you think that people will look back? Because you know, p- 
people look back then, and there were some people who were like, oh, that's gross. Yes, that we did because... That, but, but then it was still commonplace. Yeah, yeah because I think that, uh, like, gene splicing and birth control and all that stuff is going to take leaps in advancements in the next few, right. few decades. It's probably going to get to the point where <clears throat> you can literally... Like transport a fetus right. out and there will be give no it to somebody need. else. Or Once something. there is no need for an abortion, yeah, at all, right? Then yeah, it'll be looked at as like, oh my. <laughs> then we can gosh. finally put the issue to rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't know what that would be, right? But yeah, it would be something along the lines of uh, it would. Be, I mean, it's just contraception, right? Right. If contraception was was free and accessible. And taught to and everyone. And if there was just a button where you could turn off your sperm. Yeah. Colorado. Yeah. Colorado uh, introduced free IUDs. And they, they legalized marijuana, so the sperm is already swimming pretty slow. Right. They introduced <laughs> free IUDs to certain zip codes for teenager girls. And Were they inner city zip codes? I don't know. But teen pregnancy dropped dramatically. <gasps> what? Can you believe it? No questions asked. You walk in, they'll give you a Mirena or a whatever, an IUD. And so, I mean, that's the kind of advancement I'm talking about. Not to be confused with an IED. Right. <laughs> Where would, do you want this thing? It's a horrible mistake. <laughs> yeah. Sorry we accidentally put an IED in your daughter. <laughs> You're going to need to not move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what about just driving cars? I think that's barbaric now. I've, always, I've said that many times. Like, you strap yourself in. To a steel box that's on fire <laughs> and go as fast as you can down right. a, a, an asphalt road. Right. So do you next think, to other steel boxes. Do you think in the future people will look at driving us driving cars in this age as uh dramatically as we look at uh horse drawn carriage? Like it's <laughs> well, that no, because more people die in car crashes than horse drawn than horse drawn carriage accidents. <laughs> I hope those horses had airbags. <laughs> Have you seen the airbag helmet thing for the yeah the motorcycle? Like, well, no, it's like if you don't want to wear a helmet, it's uh-huh. like a collar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've seen it, and it, it no, it tells if you're it, it can tell if you're falling. Yeah, and it like, <laughs> what if it messes up on the interstate? You like take a bump too hard, and, like, <laughs> and you can't see. <laughs> You see this freaking big head bouncing down. The Why is the Michelin man driving a motorcycle? <laughs> I'm surprised those didn't catch on more. But whatever. Michelin man? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, think about that one. It's uh, food for thought. I think yeah. that's going to be all for us. Yeah. Don't, um, but people don't forget uh, that we're also in a band. Yeah. And we need to talk about it more. This is our song right here. Yep. Rejected takeoff. We're on uh, all the same places you find the podcast, really. Yeah, that's true. Uh, iTunes, Pandora, Google. iTunes, Google. I, I don't know if we're on iHeart. Ice I cream, ice cream. We had a play in Istanbul, so just one. Hey, that's it's probably Erdogan. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, find us at the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please, please, please share with your friends. Leave us a review for crying out loud. Uh, a nice one. <laughs> Four or five is fine. Uh, Anyway, for episode 70, 70, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. We'll see you next time.